Welcome to 5x5 Crypto. Each week, we cover the so what of five crypto developments in about five minutes. My name is Afo, and I'm interested in crypto. Like and subscribe on Substack, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. I think you'll enjoy this week's episode. Let's go. This is a special edition of the 5x5 Crypto News focused on the Bitcoin 2021 conference. So last weekend, I attended the Bitcoin 2021 conference in Miami. I'm new to this space, so I figured it would be a great way to learn and connect with others. Now, this is today is an attempt to just capture some of my thoughts. I'm going to do it in two parts. So the first part, which is right now, is going to be focused on my general observations. And then the next piece will address some of my learnings, okay? So first things first, I had no idea what to expect. Bitcoiners have been caricatured in the media as cultists and speculators. All of people see them as innovators and technologists. And I just felt like, would I actually fit into this place? Secondly, uh, the conference was focused on Bitcoin only. So this meant that Ethereum and other products in the crypto space, which I found really interesting, didn't get a chance to take the center stage. So for me, I was wondering, well, would I be surrounded by only the most fervent Bitcoin maximalists? My sense is that, you know, just for the record, my sense is that multiple blockchains can win. So I'm not a Bitcoin maxi. Anyway, I am so glad that I went to the conference. I continue to find growth and delightful experiences by putting myself out there and taking a risk to venture into unfamiliar terrain. I left the conference with new friends, new ideas, and an increased confidence in the future. So I know a lot has been said about the conference. Like a lot of the media has focused on negative things, whether it's the more colorful and sensational presentations or like, you know, some of the COVID uh, cases associated with the conference. You gotta remember that 50,000 people traveled to Miami and about 12,000 people attended the conference. And then the people who didn't attend the conference but went to Miami, they participated in a smorgasbord of satellite events. I, of course, haven't vaccinated. Um, and so, hey. Anyway, I think what's important is that a handful of loud voices should not define a community. And, you know, the Nigerian author Chimamanda Adichie said, we should be wary of the dangers of a single story. Okay? So anyway, without further ado, here are some here are five observations from my time there. Number one, is Miami the crypto capital? So obviously you recall that Mayor Suarez has been wooing the crypto community to move to Miami. And while I was down there and I was in line actually to enter the conference, I met a 26-year-old crypto hedge fund manager who relocated down from New York City during the pandemic. And we were just chatting and he was telling me about the luxury high rise he lives in. And basically everyone in that building works in crypto and they're mostly like in the age between 25 to 30. That was fascinating to me. Um, he was sharing that he's really enjoying the networking, the lifestyle, the lower cost of living and just being in a crypto friendly environment. So for me, I left the conversation thinking, you know, while the city of Miami has made huge strides, I still get the sense that the talent and funding pools in New York and San Francisco 
are just bigger. So the question is this, as the US continues to emerge from lockdown, will Miami continue its crypto rise? We'll have to wait and see. Number two, diversity. What brings you here? So Bitcoiners travel down a whole variety of paths, but yet they converge on the same destination, Bitcoin. And I find that motivations range from like ideology to profit seeking. We have people who are efficiency enthusiasts to people who are just like innovation. I really enjoyed this diversity of thoughts. I loved engaging with everyone from the libertarian ideologues to the pragmatic opportunist and the Bitcoin maximalists to those who are blockchain agnostic. At times, it felt like an intellectual playground. So if you're a curious person, I definitely think there is space for you within this big tent. Number three, diversity. Who is not in the room? For the first time in my life, I had to wait 10, 15 minutes to use the men's restroom. Catch that. Now, in contrast, there was never a line for women's restrooms, not once. And so here's my thinking, like Bitcoin operates at the nexus of technology, economics and philosophy. So these sectors have a lot less gender and ethnic diversity than the US population. So it's kind of unsurprising that the conference demographics was not representative of the US population in general. I think it's really important that all communities have a seat at the table as new technology is being developed and is being deployed. Again, I say, if you're on the fence, there is definitely room for you within this big tent. Number four. Hey, stranger, do you want to be my friend? So I came to this conference by myself and I struck up random conversations and I ended up meeting up with people from all over the US and across four continents. It was crazy. People are so friendly. I found strangers quickly became friends as people were really generous with their time and their resources. So thank you. It was great because we got to debate ideas. We talked about our personal hopes and aspirations. I think the next challenge is figuring out ways to stay in touch. If you have any ideas, please let me know. Number five, what are you working on? Everyone I met was a founder. It was inspiring to meet so many folks who are betting on themselves and building the future they want to see in the world. One of my favorite conversations I had was with an entrepreneur starting a VC focused on investing in black and African crypto startups. Now, if you're interested in investing in this VC, I would be happy to make any introductions. In addition, I also found it super helpful to have vulnerable conversations with founders who were struggling and questioning whether to pivot or call it a day. I learned that some the crypto bull run has made some people like really wealthy and so therefore they could actually self-fund their startups without having to raise money. Now, what was interesting is that some of them may have actually been missing this external input. This helped reinforce the idea that investors don't just bring money, but they bring insights. And the feedback you get from investors could be really invaluable as people are launching and scaling businesses. So my closing thoughts are this. Overall, 
I am really happy I went. Knowing what I know now, I would do it again. That said, I'm actually unsure if I would go to the next Bitcoin conference. My tickets were kind of pricey. And I met folks who traveled to the Miami conference, but didn't actually go to the conference. They just spent their time at the satellite events. And they got a lot of value. So sure, if the tickets are affordable in the future, I might go again. But I think one can actually get value from just going to the satellite events. I'm also really curious about going into DeFi and other areas of e e crypto ecosystems. So I would certainly be open to attending a conference on one of those topics as well. That's all for now. This is going to be take part two with my learnings.